Welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. But since Kraken's feeling mouthy, Kraken, unmute your fucking mic. You're up. Fucking mic unmuted. <laughs> that was the best response I could have hoped for, my friend. I appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to please. <laughs> All right. You can't unmute. Oh, no. What did I do, Britta? Oh, I did it now. You All did right. it now. Okay, Britta. You're too late, child. Now you're going to wait in line. <laughs> All right. So, Britta, my dear, go ahead and mute your mic again. Because I have Kraken on with me right now. So Kraken, my friend, what's up? How can I help you tonight? So thank you for helping. Um, my slave, uh, I'm a male dom. She's a female slave. We have 24-7 dynamic. She's also my girlfriend. Okay. And when we play, to get her into subspace, usually requires some significant impact play. Okay. That works great. Um, I can start slow and escalate the impact and watch her reaction and see that as those endorphins kick in, she gives me less reaction to, to more force. It's all good. But then we get to a point where, for example, the last time we got to a point where I was giving her some fairly significant force, getting minimal reaction. And I'm not sure when I get there if I should keep going or if I should then stop. And after the last session, had stopped because I wasn't sure because I'm, I'm very conscious of her inability to use that safe word when she's blissed out like that. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I didn't get close to her limit and she could have gone longer. And she felt that she was just at the edge of subspace, although she did lose track of time. So I'm trying to understand is how to know, for example, if I were kept going, would it have continued to release more endorphins and, and improve that experience for her? Or would I have gone too far and caused a problem? So I'm trying to understand that kind of thing. Right. Great question. Thank you so much for being willing to talk about this, being willing to talk about this with us. I think this is going to be so helpful for so many people. So thank you so much. Um, my first, My first thought is you were saying that you were going, doing the impact play. She was having a minimal reaction after what you considered some pretty significant stimulation. But when you followed up with her later, she explained it to you that it, even though you interpreted it as significant, it really wasn't hitting her pain radar yet. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Okay. Okay. So did either of you associate that minimal reaction with the minimal pain? I'm not sure I understand the question. Okay. So I, and I could be completely misinterpreting what you said. So work with me here, but it sounds to me like the minimal reaction felt, it only felt disproportionate to you or uncharacteristic to you because at that moment when you were seeing the minimal reaction, you thought you were giving a maximum sensation. I wouldn't say maximum, but if I had, for example, if I strike her rear end with my paddle and she bounces a little bit, for that given amount of force, if I had done that right up front, 
it would have sent her into horrible pain. So I can see that her tolerance is building. Mm -hmm. I just don't know when she hits that point where I'm getting the minimal reaction, should I keep going, keep escalating, level out, or stop? Right, right. And that's what I'm trying to explore right now is the cause of that minimal reaction because the cause is going to change our strategy here. Oh, I, I was assuming, and I could be wrong, I was assuming that the cause was because her tolerance had built because of endorphins and adrenaline and whatever else the body's releasing. Am, right. I, am I mistaken in that assumption? No, that's what it sounds to me like is happening here. So in that case, I would say just because impact play is usually maybe the fastest road into subspace once she's there or once you're escalating her you know she's kind of getting in that blissful place but you haven't fully seen that crash yet oh hold on just a moment i'm hearing a mic somewhere okay maybe not um lost my train of thought where was i i got distracted by that mic noise you were you were saying that um, as I I did too actually as as she escalates or just as she gets blissed out before the crash oh then yes stop. yes 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 so if it is you know her endorphins are building and all of her experiences can kind of expand and she's no longer registering pain on the same level anymore just because impact play is usually the bridge that you take into subspace or it's the fastest road there doesn't mean that you have to stay there to keep building or maintain it. And it sounds to me like something is happening either in her mind where her mind is getting to a place where she's able to kind of predict and therefore have more cerebral control that can knock a submissive out of subspace or it could be the physical sensations that just aren't as intense and that the lack of intensity is causing her overactive mind to rev up again. Either way, novelty should help you with that. We want to do something that surprises her. We want to do something that really magnifies that power gap and makes her feel like she is not in control. She is completely safe under your control, but she is not in control. If you can add elements of that where she can't predict and it magnifies that, that sense of surrender, it magnifies that power gap, that could be a way to kind of jolt her body, jolt her brain temporarily out of that impact play through other forms of sensation. and then jump back to the impact play so i would say maybe try some novelty and switch up some sensation or some strategy if that sounds fun and effective to you does that make sense it does what i have been doing was trying to be rhythmic to try and be a little bit hypnotic to help her get to the subspace so you're saying once she starts to get to the edge of it try something different but i don't necessarily want to jolt her out of subspace i want to get her into it deeper Right, right. That's what I'm saying. When I said jolt her mind, what I was talking about is that cerebral part of her brain that's holding on to conscious control. 
that is what we shut down in our submissive when we help them reach subspace. We take their conscious mind and we overpower it. That's really where, where subspace happens. So the body, when we break down the body, that's a great gateway to access the mind that deeply. And that's essentially what we're doing. But the body and the brain have to go together. And so I'm saying if you're, you're escalating it and you haven't hit a level 10 yet on your impact play, but her body and her her sensations are now expanding because of her arousal and all of that where you're moving up to a seven, but she's only experiencing, experiencing what you're doing at like a level three and you're getting that reaction from her, then yeah, it's definitely time to switch the tool that you're using or to temporarily change the type of play to add in another restriction. So if she's not blindfolded already, maybe this would be a great time to blindfold her. If there's no bondage involved yet, maybe this would be the time to add a restraint. If, you know, you haven't had any kind of sensory element, maybe this would be a great time to bring out that hot wax or some ice or something that can add and build to her subspace experience, add to the intensity, but in a different way, so that her mind, her conscious mind, won't be able to keep up with you, so to speak. It won't be able to plan or predict or keep up with you, and she should be able to completely fall like what you're hoping to achieve. Okay, so dump the rhythmic and uh, predictable stuff and just try to keep her guessing. Yeah, I would say start with that because what I've found with the vast majority of female submissives or female switches is a huge in ladies. You can tell me if I'm, if I'm preaching truth or not, but what I have found in my one-on-ones in my experience with female submissives is they, the draw to subspace is I want to not think anymore. I don't want to make decisions. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to think. I don't want to plan. I just want to feel. I just want to be in my body. And I want you to lead me through this experience where I don't have any say because that is what I want. I don't want to have any say. Now, I'm sure you male submissives feel similarly. But ladies, am I right? Is that a draw or not for you for subspace? So a thousand percent, very much so, my friend. That's really where it's at is we want to, we want that brain to just, there's not a thought in there. Okay, excellent. Thank you. And as a follow up, mm-hmm. is there a time to be in slow space that's too long to be safe? That's an interesting question. I would really just encourage you to be aware, stay very present with your submissive, communicate, do lots of check-ins. But I mean, I've had, I've had drops and I've had submissives. I've led submissives through drops that have lasted even days before. And if, and for me, part of the drop can still be subspace because you're still in this elevated realm 
and you haven't quite come back down. You're still floating back down to earth. And so as long as you're keeping an eye on it, as long as she's, you know, staying hydrated and well-fed and well-rested and, you know, you're keeping an eye on her needs and checking in with her, you know, mental, emotional, psychological state. And, you know, she's not feeling the need to pull out of that state and she doesn't need to. I say just go with it. Enjoy it and go for it. And if you want to keep playing, keep playing. If you just want to have a great nap together, go for it. But I would say, you know, if the needs are being met and you're being mindful and present as the dominant, no, I don't think that, you know, if it's not interfering with your day-to-day life, your ability to, you know, eat or pay bills or work or anything like that, then no, I don't see a problem with that. Well, I'm in any single session. For example, is 30 minutes too long? Is an hour too long? Oh, no. I mean, they're, they're literally, you can go and have a weekend session where it's literally like scene after scene after scene with just small breaks for eating or for rest or things like that so no this is incredibly organic and if you just if you get on a roll where you have all these ideas bubbling and the connection is there and the energy is there just maintain good blood sugar levels snacks and rest and water hydration and you go for it you can play as long as you want to play. Okay. I, I'm going to plan that weekend. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. So. Absolutely. Absolutely going to do that. And she sometimes gets to the point where uh, she can't hear me. She can't feel me. And I have to give her an extremely strong whack to make sure she can move. Yeah. Um, that's where I usually call it quits. But I haven't got that far in a while because I kind of got a little nervous after the last few. Thank you very much. I feel much better and I'm absolutely going to play that weekend. Thank you, ma'am. All right. All right. Well, my friend, if you don't have anything else for me, you can go ahead and mute that mic again. But it was a pleasure to talk to you and officially meet you kind of like this face to face, so to speak. So thank you, Kraken, everyone. Give our friend Kraken some love for sharing his story, being so vulnerable with us. Thank you, Kraken. We love you. We honor you. All right, everyone. We all having a good time tonight. We're loving these questions. I know I'm loving these questions too. Your pleasure entirely. You are always so fun, Kraken. I love that you're here. And by the way, um, you know, bring bring your wife over here. Bring your slave. If she wants to hang out with us, bring her on over. We'd love to meet her. Hip, hip, hooray. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, Britta, Britta, my dear, if you are ready. I figured it out now. (laughs) Tech is not my friend. That's okay. Tech is not my friend either. And um, that's why I have a tech god. I would have a sub to control all of these things. I'd just be like, fix this for me. Yes. Yes. You need in a perfect world yet. You're not in a perfect world yet, but we can help you get there because you need everyone listening. My girl Britta needs a tech slave. So, anyone listening to the Conscious Keep podcast, a tech friend, right now, actually, a te- hey, we're not going to settle. Shh. Britta, I'm trying to get you a sub. Catch the rest of this conversation in the next episode.